identify the key ongoing responsibilities of plan administration. One of the principal duties of the plan administrator is to comply with the reporting and disclosure requirements of ERISA. A central part of that process is filing the annual return report with the Department of Labor, who shares the information with the IRS. A qualified plan sponsor must file Form 5500 unless the plan qualifies as a small plan, in which case it files Form 5500SF, or as a one-participant plan, in which case there is either no reporting requirements or Form 5500EZ has to be filed. The term one-participant plan does not exactly mean one participant. It's a plan that covers an individual that wholly owns a business and his or her spouse. In addition, it includes a plan that only covers partners in a business partnership or the partners and their spouses. Now, if a one participant plan has $250,000 or more in assets, the plan has to file Form 5500EZ. If the plan has always had less than $250,000 in assets, there's no filing requirement at all, except in the final year. Small plans are eligible to file the simplified Form 5500SF. To be eligible, the plan has to have fewer than 100 participants, hold no employer securities, and meet several other requirements. Now, Form 5500 is a short main form with basic identifying information. Now, there are a number of schedule attachments focused on particular subjects or filing requirements. Filers will have to complete only those schedules that are applicable to the specific type of plan. In order to do this, most plans file Form 5500 and based on the type of plan involved, a number of attachments. Two common attachments are Schedule A, which has to be filed if any benefits are provided by an insurance company. Schedule B is the actuarial form required for most defined benefit plans. Plans that have more than 100 participants also must have an accounting audit by an independent CPA. The form must be filed within seven months after the end of the plan year, but the plan can easily obtain a two-and-a-half-month extension. In addition to the 5500 form, defined benefit plans are also required to file a report along with annual required premiums to the PBGC. The timing requirements for this filing and the payment of premiums depends on the size of the plan and whether the plan is required to simply pay the flat rate, which is about $35 per participant, or is it required to pay an additional variable rate premium. In addition to filing forms with the IRS, plan administration involves a number of employee communications. New plan participants must be given a summary plan description within 90 days of becoming a participant. In defining contribution plans, benefit statements must be distributed annually unless the plan allows for participant investment direction, in which case statements must be distributed quarterly. In addition to stating the current accrued benefit investing status, the notice also has to explain the concept of diversification and refer participants to the Department of Labor website for more information. Benefit statements must be distributed every three years in a defined benefit plan. Failure to distribute the benefit statements can result in a penalty of $100 a day per plan participant. In addition, each year the plan must distribute to participants a Summary Annual Report, or SAR. This summarizes the financial information that is contained in the annual report to the IRS. If the plan is amended in any material way, participants must either receive an amended SPD or a Summary of Material Modification, which is essentially an amendment to the SPD. 
Another aspect of plan administration is counseling participants about plan choices, especially about participant contributions and investment alternatives. Today, investment education and general retirement planning education has become commonplace. Some plans actually offer participants investment advice. Now, the distribution of benefits from qualified plans has become an extremely complicated and time-consuming process. The distribution process requires telling the participants about their benefit choices and satisfying the many legal requirements, including administering qualified joint and survivor annuity requirements, providing participants information about the tax treatment of the distribution, and giving participants the option of a direct rollover. If the plan has a loan provision, this has to be administered as well. Another facet of plan administration involves amending plan documents. This may be required because the plan sponsor wants to make a design change or plan enhancement. More often, plan documents have to be updated to keep the plan in compliance with the changing laws. 